Hey there, welcome to Counselor Find. Welcome back. Uh, podcast that we're running here for counselors past and present. You don't have to say it every time. Finding their way <laughs> in faith and culture. Yep. Today. Thanks, Terry. You're welcome. Zach. Yeah. Zach and Terry. All right. Coming That's at you. So Boom. Part three round or maybe three. three, round three, episode three, uh, round three. Uh, yeah. Number Authentic three, Christianity. Authentic Christianity. Our lives must be sincere. Sincerity, sincereness. Is that a word? Sincereness? Since no. Sincerity? I sincerely I don't comp- think so. combine two words. Sincerity. Get oh, sin- serenity now. What is sincere? Is it the same thing as genuine? Yeah, genuine, honest, pure. I tried to look up a difference yours. between sincere and genuine, and I th- it's very minute the difference. But the, the, what I could find was that genuine is more. Um, it has to do more with like what is like the truth, I guess, or okay. um, yeah, like truth versus sincere is a little more like feelings. Are you taking this but, out of? Out of a context, like a biblical context, like no, just like a dictionary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like this is Webster's dictionary. Yeah. Urban But genuine, dictionary. like synonyms for genuine would be like authentic. Okay. Synonyms synonyms for sin- sincere could be genuine, could also be like um uh what was it again? Like remember now. I don't know. This well, your, genuine your def- is one of them. Genuine. Um pure ones. Pure was nice. That one? Um, honest, truthful. Oh yeah, truthful, faithful. Like, mm, whatever. Uh, hang on, I find it here. Um. Oh yeah, not pretending or lying would be like the definition that we're kind of. Using oh yeah, there, that so. would make sense. And not lying. Candid, earnest, for real, genuine, heartfelt. Yeah. For so real. Pretty similar. Pretty similar. Slightly different. Be real. Truth time. Um. Oh, sincere, non-hypocritical would be a, a, non, a, a is important there. Non-hypocritical, non-hypocritical okay. or deceitful. Um, being the same in actual character as outward appearance. That's a good one for this. Whoa! So you're saying that if we are uh, authentic Christ followers, that as um, I've chosen to make. The gospel, the center of my life, Jesus, the center of my life. I'm filled with the yeah. Holy Spirit, Jesus' Spirit. So I have uh, faith, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Mm-hmm. I have all that living in me, coming out of me. Mm-hmm. I'm humble, not ambitious. I'm not um, spiritually humble. Yeah. I'm not looking, what was that spiritual humble was like? Uh, I find my worth in God, not self-worth. Yeah. Right? It's not about pursuing self-worth. It's about finding God's worth in my Correct. life. Correct. So I'm, I'm humble. I have this humility. I have this Christ-centeredness. And then I'm sincere. I'm not mm-hmm. lying. I'm not hypocritical. I am genuine in my life. Mm-hmm. In all my life? Yeah. Whoa. Okay, so. Sincerity is our ability. <clears throat> To okay. live honest lives without hypocrisy. Okay. So, does this mean like, this is like that old saying, like, you need to walk the walk? You need to walk the talk? Yeah. Not just talk the talk? You need. Pretty much, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. So then when people see me, they'll know that I'm an authentic Jesus follower because of the things I say. And do. And do. And I, so I think a part of this is like, kind of touched on it in the first one. Um, it doesn't mean that you are perfect in all the fruits of the spirit, right? It doesn't mean that you're perfect in all the ways because part of being an authentic Christian is that transformation and the sanctification aspect. And so you have to allow that to be seen like, right. So okay. in order to be, to show that you're true, truly authentic, it's, it's allowing that to be seen. So there has to be evidence of that transformation and sanctification because like, if we put on, if being if like what I said here, what did I say? Uh, if being I don't know sincere sincerity is our ability to live honest lives without hypocrisy. So if we act as if we have it all together, we rob Christ of his of his glory because we see a finished product instead of work in progress. And that finished product would be um, fake. It's not real. Oh my goodness! It's not an actually finished product. Right? Say that again. Read, read that read again. That whole thing again. Because <laughs> I think a whole bunch of people that are listening. Uh, their perfectionism was just offended. Yeah, probably. Sincerity is our ability to live honest lives without yes. hypocrisy. And because we act as if we have all the answers, we oftentimes rob Christ of his glory because they see a finished product instead of a work in progress. So by mm-hmm. acting like we have it all together, by acting like we have all the answers, we are being hypocritical. We are not being sincere. To be sincere is to be non-hypocritical, is to be genuine, is to show that we are not put together, that we don't have it all together, and that we are being sanctified through Christ, right? To be sincere is to show our brokenness and to show our sanctification. Wow. Okay. It's to show God's work in us. And by not showing it, it's not only that, it's not only that first part I said, it's also that by not showing it is that we rob Christ of his glory in the work in us. Right, we take away. We don't make it about God. We make it about us. Now we're not humble. Then, right? If we don't, if we're not acting sincere and showing God's work in us, then we're not being humble, and we're showing, trying to show that we have it all put together. We're trying to show that, like, oh, look how great I am, right? And it's not about God and us. It's not about God's work in us, and it's me centered all of a sudden. So this is those self righteous actions. Yeah. This is us doing the things so that we just can pile them up. Is there a tendency, like, I'm going to go back to that perfectionist thing, like where we, does this lead us to either not act or to always have to have it right? I mean, like, I'm, I'm not going to act because I could do it wrong. Right. And therefore I'm missing an opportunity to be genuine. Right. Because I feel like, have you ever sensed that nudge? Like, oh, I think God's asked me to do something here and I don't want to. Mm. Like, I'm afraid or I don't. I'm, I can't do this or I'm going to fail. I know I'm not going to, Yeah. I mean, I, there's no way I can do this right or I can do it perfect. For sure. And so I don't do. So there's this, this impulse towards insincerity and in that mm. I'm not acting, even though I feel God pushing me to yeah, act. Yeah. In those cases, like we're, we're stopping, we're not, we're blocking and stopping God from allowing him to work in us. We are, the opposite of enabling disabling him from being able to work in us right if we sh- if he's trying to give us an opportunity and we're unwilling to take it because we don't we don't want to mess up and we want to be perfect then we are disabling him from being able to work in us blocking him is probably a better word yeah probably hardening, not, a, not hardening ourselves and not allowing him to work in us right 
Okay. Not allowing is the better word. But on the flip side of this, disallowing. On the flip side of this, then, if I'm sincere in my life, yep, and suddenly I'm, I'm mad, and so I'm spewing out rage. Yep. <laughs> is that more sincere? That in the moment I'm ranting, or oh, have, sure. oh, but, but like sincerity, but that's not right. But no, but like sincerity doesn't come without other other. So it's uh, allowing values or virtues, like you, you. But you I don't be stay sincere wrongly, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> this is part of being authentic. That I don't have it all together, and so I have those moments when I screw up. Mm-hmm. But being a Jesus follower. I need to have humility and admit when I make a mistake right? and allow that correction into my life. Yeah. There was a moment there where I didn't act with love, joy, and peace. (laughs) And therefore I need to confess that. Yeah. Like letting your emotions get the best of you isn't like, I guess it's sincere in in a sense of like, you're not faking it, but it's not really this like, Sincerity that we're going for here, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Okay, so I guess so this requires a whole lot you of trust. And I, you and I would rather somebody lose their mind, yeah, and show us their true colors and show us what they're actually thinking and feeling, right? And then we'll deal with the backlash later, and we'll Correct. go over that later, or just not because we don't. You and I don't get offended as easily, right? But but some people would not be able to handle that, right? So I guess that's where it's like, yeah, I guess I would call it sincerity because it's like oh at least i finally know what you're thinking and feeling yeah but this is a hard thing but for i know people. i've offended others doing that myself i know i know i know and i've also probably not made amends the right way and not been sincere and so i think of like so maybe i'm wrong here but part of i've said this i think we said this in the first or second conversation about being christ-centered it doesn't mean that i don't know who i am mm-hmm. It means I'm allowing Christ. I'm not finding my worth in myself, right? I'm finding my worth in my value and having Christ in the center of my life. Mm-hmm. But knowing myself, I'm an Enneagram 8. And if people know the Enneagram, I'm an 8. I have a friend who's a 1. Who's, so an 8 is the, like, Rammy kind of uh, person. Yeah. And the 1 is that um, needs to get it right. Yeah. And will overwork to make sure that something's always right yeah as that appearance and we can be opposites right because i'll push into something that they totally don't want to push into and and we can be really hard on one another we're both gut centered and we both move from that center and so mine is aggressive and theirs is not that can be really painful but i'm being sincere and so are they Sincerely mm-hmm. true to who they are or how they've been designed by God. It's like mm-hmm. an eight uh, and a four, right? They can be so against each other. And yet it's just understanding our personality types and that we can. Well, I don't think sincere ins- is necessarily just like, oh, this is really who I am. This is like how I actually feel. There you go. What use sincere is being not hypocritical, meaning it's, it's doing what you say you will do. It's being who you say you will be, right? And in the sense of, of being 
gospel-centered and Christ-centered, it, like, sincere is, is living out the fruits of the Spirit and acting the way you say you want to be, right? So it's not just, yeah, and this is great. And I think this is a great And point. it's acting out transformation and sanctification because we're, we're not perfect and we're not going right. to be able to live the fruits of the Spirit correctly. Right. So it's trying to do them the best we can and then having sanctification and transformation in where we fail. I think that's great because what, what I was getting at is so, so often we justify my actions yeah. by who I am. Right. I am this, right? Yeah, I am an eight, therefore I Boom. That's, just way, that's just how Take I am, that. sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's so easy to do that, especially as the, as the, um, the blunt leader type person. You know, oh, us, yeah. like we can so easily be like, sorry, this is just how I communicate. Get over it. Get used to it. Get used to it. Well... Yeah, that's and then someone comes up and right. says, that kind of hurt. And we're like, well, that's, that's on you. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. It's, it's got to yeah. be on me. I, I should care more for you. Yeah. Like, not being hypocritical, sure. This is, I'm a blunt leader. That means I need to be very aware of those I'm leading and those that are around me, and I need to care for them properly. Yeah. And that comes with the, the genuineness, right, of this? Yeah. So y- this really requires confession and trust, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. Well, trust well, is the huge part here. Because are we it's good like, at that? If somebody, if you say you believe in something and you are something and you are, this is your path, whatever, and that's, and that's who you want to be, and you are hypocritical in that, yeah. then no, how can somebody trust you? And if they can't trust you and who you say you want to be, then how can they trust the person you believe? In? How can they mm-hmm. trust God? Right? And I think that's the huge piece here is like, the non not being hypocritical and being real and being being who you say you want to be and say you're a Christian, the things we've talked about prior to this episode are what come into play there, right? Mm. It's being gospel centered and Christ centered and it's being humble and in our faith and um it's not focusing on us. It's not being prideful in who we are and not putting ourselves first, it's putting God first. And so if that's who you say you are, if so if you claim to be a Christian, that's who you say you are. That's who you say you want to be. That's who you say you're going to show you're trying to be in your brokenness, and that's who you're transforming to be towards. And if that's not true, and if that, that can be seen as hypocritically or hypocritical or a lie, then how can somebody trust God if that's, they can't trust you to be that? Okay. So it's not excusing my failure, but it's allowing myself to make mistakes. Right. And it's like, I make mistakes so I can learn. Mm-hmm. Not so that I can... Well, it's like, just I like recognize admitting my mistakes. your mistakes and, and changing from the mistakes. Okay. So that's the next so one. So I need to learn from it's, them. I don't just continue to practice in them. Right. <clears throat> Say, well, this is just it. Eat it. Yeah. That's the next part. But this part is about, like, again, we have to be able to show that. Are we willing to show that there's no hypocrisy in our life? So how are you with trust? Like, trusting people means allowing them to fail as much as me to fail. And that can have some really damaging impacts well, in I like how you asked things. about trust because I always found I always thought at least that I have a I'm a very trusting individual. Like I <laughs> trust others easily. Yeah. I put trust in others easily and I um I guess I have faith or trust in people that they will not wrong me or do something that they said they won't do. Right. Um shortfall I may have is then I get very angry when that doesn't happen. Because I have, I think it's because I maybe trust too easily or have lots of trust in people that I get very upset or I get irritated if that, if they don't follow through on that trust. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I do know. 
<laughs> yeah. So then I know. Um, but then on the flip side, there's moments where you fail in sure. trust, and then you yeah, need grace for sure. And oh, sorry, I cut you off there. Um, you that's going. okay. I did kind of forget where I was going with that. So anyway, interestingly enough, is that <laughs> I've always found myself to be fairly trusting, and as I've grown up with social media becoming a bigger thing. I think for me, a huge part of why social media makes me like genuinely so filled with anger is because I see, I, I am unable to trust people. Hmm. All I do is I, if I scroll through and I don't do this anymore because I will, I'm going to implode. But if I scroll through Instagram, it's just every single picture, every other picture it's a reason why I can't trust somebody because it's just so fake. Right. It's people showing us why their lives are perfect and why their lives are put together. And then whether that's the intent or not, it's usually not, but it it is the subconscious intent. Everything is not real framed. Yeah. It's framed and it's not real. And it's this like perfect life. Hence be reals. Right. (sighs) So stupid. Anyway. So then (laughs) it allow, it doesn't know. I just, I feel like I can't trust people. This is taking me forever to figure out, but like, and if I feel like I can't trust somebody, that just I, I really struggle with that. I, yeah, it bothers me. It angers me. So, I think that like this is a huge part of it. Is like we can't try to show that we have it all put together. We can't try to show that we're perfect. Um, but we also have to have like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like, we can't also just be like we can't we can't be our mistakes either. Right. So like on one hand, we right. can't show that we have not no shortcomings, but on the other hand, we can't be our shortcomings. Right. And, and we've and seen, we've seen where this like, too, where oh, everybody, I am my anxiety, right? Yes. My anxiety is who I am and I will be that way for the rest of my life. Right. Ooh, oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I think we believe in a bit of healing here as possible. Right. Or there is, <laughs> right. Or, so, well, there's yeah, things like there's that like, where it's like, this is my yes, shortcoming. This is my this is struggle. It. This is my whatever. This is my and burden we, to bear, we, we assume, but it doesn't we think have it's our to cross to bear us. the rest of our life. And it is who we are. Right. But like that doesn't need to be true either. So those are the two kind of spe- ends of the spectrum, I guess. Right. And it's like, no, we need to, we need to show and admit where those things are and what the shortcomings are and failures and, and struggles are. But we also need to show how we're being changed through those. Right. Because that's the sincerity and genuine part of Christ-centered life is the transformation. So if, if Christ is the center, then are we saying, and we're sincere, we're living non-hypocritical, mm-hmm. then is Christ the truth that we're following sincerely? Could be. Then how do we, how do you do you and me do me? How do you live your truth? How do we, you know what I mean? We like, don't. We don't. Okay. That's why absolute so, truths exist. And that's, like it or not. I think this is where we're going to, this is the cultural context mm-hmm. where it enters our discussion today is that there's so many people who are like, you need to find your truth and you oh. need to find that inner yeah. truth, or we need to be content with who we are inside yeah. ourselves and of and hey, ourselves. I, if you don't believe in a God of any kind, then I get that. I right. get that that makes sense. But if you believe in a God and a greater being who has created us, then that doesn't fly. There's no such thing as my truth. Because if there was a God good enough and great enough to create us and make all this, then there certainly are some things that he's predecided that are good and bad. Right. Well, and he's, I think even people that are 
in our in our culture all speaking out to this like people within that culture yeah not christians speaking out to this non-christian culture of like this doesn't work this yeah. leads to anarchy we can't all have our own truth because no. we're supposed to be in community and relationship with one another yeah and even they've figured out that god like they won't say that god made us for relationship but he made us for relationship to be in relationship with him and with mm-hmm. one another right we were made in his image to be in relationship with him and we were made in his image to be in relationship with each other and we don't do this alone and culturally contextually people have figured that out and they're like we can't do our own truth and stay in a community mm. it's going to tear our culture apart yeah because you're going to do you and i'm going to do me and those two are going to come into conflict at some point So there's a, there's a sense where sincerity has really been warped mm-hmm. to be like, well, I just have to be true to myself. That's sincere. Yeah, like, no. well, if you make a, if you make a knife with a, a flaw in it, in the steel, it's going to break. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter how true and genuine well, that knife so is. It's yeah, not solid. That. Like if you say I have to be true to myself and it's all about myself. Well, we know that we were all born, born broken. We're all broken human beings. So you're being true to a broken self. And guess what? We're going to find a broken person eventually or a broken thing eventually, or that trueness that you're being is going to be broken because you're being true to a broken thing, a broken person. Right. That's why the only thing we can be true to or be, um, you know, sincere with is our, is our faith in our Christ centered, um, Christianity, I guess, like our faith. Right. And that's, that's the whole point. It's like, if God's not the center, yeah, everything's based on on brokenness. Everything's based on something that's that's not right. forever lasting, not not right, not perfect, not. Um, and you can't just choose a be. new identity, right? You have an identity, and it needs to be in Jesus. And that yeah. by this goes back to that first conversation. That the irony of it is, by losing myself, I find myself. Mm-hmm. By losing my life in Christ, by sacrificing me, the me yeah. that I need to find. I find me. I find a purpose. I find a meaning. Yeah. There is a purpose. There is life there uh, that can bring that purpose and truth and sincerity, that genuineness that we're looking for. Yeah. Like by casting off my desire to be somebody or something, I find a true meaning and purpose in in something, someone. Right. This isn't a call to um, perfectionism. That we should be, to be no. an authentic Christ follower doesn't mean that I need it's to be the, perfect. It's almost the opposite. It's a, like, it's a call to, um, like, I guess, I don't know how to word that. Like, it, it's a call to showing where your flaws are and showing how they're changing. That's the important part. Like, it's neither a call to perfectionism, perfectionism or the opposite of perfectionism. It's a call to a piece of both, right? Right. The call to saying you're going to try to be perfect, like you say you want to be, because Christ is transforming you. Yeah. But then it's it's showing where you're not perfect because Christ is transforming you. Yeah. Because we know you're not, and you never will be. But it's showing where He's transforming you, not and not just like where you're broken, but where He is transforming. Right. That's the so. I, we um we looked at a couple of verses, or you looked you gave me a few verses. Yeah. Do you want to read? Looking into that. Well, I'm just thinking like this. So one of them was 2 Corinthians 6, mm-hmm. 3 to 8, and the other one was 2 Corinthians 11, 
like one to one to four. Are you um, read them? Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, sure. You can. I don't have them. Oh well, I'm just looking at Second Corinthians eleven, and as Paul, he's saying like, "I'm jealous for you because I have promised you to one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ." But I'm afraid, even as the serpent beguiled Eve in his cunning, and beguiled would be that lied to, right? Deceived. Deceived. Yeah. yeah right. And and if we're sincere, we were. Your definition was like not, not lying, not deceitful, not deceitful. Yeah. So he's like, I'm afraid that you've been deceived. Uh, your minds may have been corrupted and led away from the simplicity of your sincere mm-hmm. and pure devotion to Christ. For you seem willing to allow if one comes and preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted. You tolerate all this beautifully, welcoming the deception. Um, and then he goes on to talk about himself. And, and so it's like, He's worried. Paul's worried when he's writing to the Corinthians that you want to be so accepted that you need this tolerance. And tolerance is, is a buzzword around uh, our culture these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you're so, it's so important to tolerate that you've accepted a different gospel. And he's like, you need to just have that sincere, simple, pure faith in Jesus that you first had. Mm-hmm. Go back to the simple gospel. This is truth. Jesus loves me this, I know. (laughs) And it seems like we get caught up in like, well, we need to amend our faith, our, our Christianity, so we can be more tolerant, so we can be more accepting. So we, the gospel needs to be bigger and wider and accept everything and everyone and, and all these different cases. And, and we become hypocrites, Mm -hmm. right? Then we can't even live to our own ideal of tolerance because if we tolerate everything, then we have to tolerate everything. Yep. The gospel accepts everyone, but not, not their, uh, not all their choices. Not all their choices. It doesn't right. want you to stay in your brokenness. Yeah. It's accepts but Jesus everyone, doesn't want you to stay in your brokenness. Accepts everyone as they are and then wants them to transform and change. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's not, it's not like God takes me as I am and I can stay that way. Like, this is who God I am. God takes me yes. as I am and, and says, it doesn't matter where you're at. I can, I can transform you and change you to be who, who, we need, who we want you to be. Like Jesus. Be, like Jesus, right? Like, With love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Like that no, you can come into no community. You can come into we, there's truth. Always, there's always a chance for, for that transformation and that, um, that revival, I guess, right? Like, it's not, it's like, that's like, I think that's the trouble. The trouble is that we used to think that there was, there was too far gone. And so that's when this whole message of like, um, no, he'll take you as you are came. And then, but then we came into this like, oh, I was born this way and I can be this way. And then we, we matched those up and we were like, oh, well, he'll take me as I am. He'll take me as I was born. Mm, yeah, but he's not leaving you that way. He says we were born broken and he wants to transform us. He's not, he'll take you that way, but he's not leaving you that way. Right. Yeah, and that it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, and it doesn't mean that it's oh. not going to be. Um, I mean, it'll be easy. And as you it change, doesn't mean it'll be quick. No, it doesn't mean it's quick, and it doesn't mean it's it's going to always be comfortable. Sure, but that's what be that. living sincere is about. Yeah. Like, um, you know, as a parent teaching your children, like there's times where we sacrifice, 
for you so that you have something. And there's times where you need to sacrifice because we just, we can't do this, everything. Yeah. I mean, we need to say no sometimes because it's not for your best. Mm-hmm. And it feels like how you be so mean. It's like, well, because I'm looking out for your best interest. Yeah. And, and that's a really tough thing for someone who wants to sincerely follow Jesus to accept that sometimes the answer is no. Uh, no, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. You, you can't, um, you can't have the new car. You can't have the, whatever you want, because no, there, there is just an answer of no. And that's yeah. a really tough thing to reconcile with your faith when you're like, but God, I'm trying to follow you sincerely. Why, why would you stop this? Why would you not? Yeah. Allow, I'm so humble in this. Why would you not allow this? It seems like the best thing. <laughs> And that's a really tough, tough area to be. All right. I think that's. That's good. Good for our conversation today. Thanks, everybody. A little shorter, which is always. We have one more to go. and We'll see you on the flip. See you later. Bye-bye.